Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast. This pig came bottling. Just pinned up puking last night. It sucked. <laughs> Whoa. Ah! We got it. We wrap it in tinfoil. <laughs> Throw it over the fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Cody Johnson, Thin Blue Line Outdoors. Today is October. What day is it? October 10th, 2023. Um, we got hey, you know what today's date is? What? It's 10 10 because you're a 10. Oh, appreciate it, bro. <laughs> so, anyway, this is podcast 62. Okay. Um, and we have uh, we have some good news. This is going to be coming out tomorrow on October 11th. Nate's camera was going everywhere. But uh, so because we're celebrating tonight, I am going to bring out a beer I haven't uh, have not tried yet. Um, this is going to be honored to uh, Nicholas. Uh, I'm going to make sure I'm saying this right. Weist from Galesburg, um, Knox County deputy. Yep. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you, shout out to uh, Officer Steck from Farmington PD. He, uh, Got me hooked me up with one of these beers. I've been saving it for a special occasion. Um, I feel like today's a good enough for special occasion. Um, uh, about the I, I'll thank you. Thank yeah, you. so we're gonna give it a shot. Um, yeah, we're gonna record this podcast. We're gonna try to keep it under an hour for you guys. But yeah, it's exciting news for uh the brand, right, Nate? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. exciting news. Yep, and pretty good beer. That's my first time trying it. That's pretty good. I'm usually not a Pilsner fan, but that's pretty good. Um, so anyway, we'll start off with myself first. We'll go in chrono- chronological order. Number one, that's a big word for you. Are, huh? Yeah. That's Number one, as you are uh, as you are watching this, if you go, man, that's a nice hat Cody's wearing, or man, that's a nice hat Nate's wearing. Um, you can right now, um, as we're as we're talking, we're have a sale on the website where you can pick up these hats um and more. Um, use code. Uh, or hey, that's a really nice flag behind you. I wonder where we get one of those coming soon. I know, right? So go to the thinblueoutdoors.com or the thinblueoutdoors.com. You type it in, it pops up either way. Um, and use discount code Dirty Thirty because I'm turning thirty this year. Um, this month, this <laughs> old week. man. I know. Um, save yourself ten percent off. Um, at checkout. Um, again, appreciate all the support, guys. There, but enough of that business side of things. Um, let's get to the details. Um, the team has drew blood. Absolutely, we've we've drawn we uh drew blood. They're fucking killing it, bud. I'll be honest. That first week in October, we struggled. We struggled that. Yeah. Um, but uh, this we had some malfunctions going on. Yeah. Um, we struggled. Uh, you know, I hunted twice. I hunt once on opener, and once on a, uh, um, uh, once uh, like a few days after with Remy, my daughter. Um, we saw, I saw deer each night. Um, there's no shot opportunity, um, too far away each time. Um, but then finally, uh, Saturday night, this last Saturday, um, myself and, uh, Kyle Orig, um, team member, uh, we went to our new lease in Tazewell County here in central Illinois and, uh, we found success. Um, had a great night. Like I said, a cold front had come through that Friday. Um, and we ended up saw, uh, together we saw 11 deer um wow. yeah so saw quite a bit of deer that night again that was my first time hunting the lease same thing for kyle um and i actually we got out there early because i actually had to fix this tree stand um so i mm. found fixing the tree stand before i hunt it and uh mm. anyway, climb on up and 
I said a little buck ended up coming out early, about 45 minutes till um with light left. Uh comes out. So were you not were you not in a saddle? Nope, I was in a lot. Oh, there you go. You're not perfect. Uh so you weren't you were you weren't in a saddle, you're in a tree stand? I was in a tree stand, yep. Really? Why why did you decide to do a tree stand instead of a saddle this time? So when we um when we set up this lease, I'm the only one with a tree saddle. Um mm-hmm. and then Kyle and Garrett both have mobile setups they could do as well, but it's just easier to go ahead set up some ladder stands that we did this off season. You can actually check out the videos on the uh, YouTube site, and we set up some uh, ladder stands just so we know we have some pre-hung stands. Now we do plan on doing some mobile hunting there because there's some there was some stuff that was so thick and we don't know how the deer are moving through it yet. We wanted we didn't know where to put ladder stands and stuff at, so we're like, you know what, we'll wait, we'll hunt it with our saddles and setups and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll there, but like. I don't know if Connor, another guy that hunts it with us, I don't know if he has a mobile setup. And then Caleb, um, he's a fellow uh, law enforcement officer here in West Central Illinois with us. Um, he does not have a mobile setup either. So we wanted to have yeah. – right now we have we have five. We have five tree stands out there. So, like, Caleb, when he gets there, he's got five choices to hunt. So Yeah. Um, so we wanted to have that. That And it is nice sometimes. Um, I mean, you've done it enough with me now where it's one th- – it's nice that you can have a mobile option that you can go out there and set up real quick, but it is nice when you, you know, that stand is ready and waiting for you. You just got to sh- go up there and climb up. Um, just like, you know, you did or a few days ago. Yeah. Um, so that, that's nice. But I anyway, will say like um, that's from, from hunting with you. I will say that's like one of the things that I've noticed. And even with Jared, cause Jared saddle hunts too, yep. is like the setup the setup to saddle hunting is it is tedious like it's easy but it's tedious it it takes a while to do like probably 30 30 minutes or so yep and so like one thing i've noticed is like one it's extremely hard to do in the dark um because if you're not used to doing it your first couple times it takes a little bit longer um so like last year when jared and i went out it took him a little bit longer yeah but then like pretty new to the free well, the nice thing about it, like you said, when you and I went out, like you can hide behind trees and different stuff like that to where deer can't see you. So there are pros and cons with it, obviously. Hundred yeah, percent. Or like, like my ladder stand, I'm, I, we, we hit it the best we can, but you can only hit, you can only hit a ladder stand so much. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to the hunt. Set it up. Didn't see any deer pretty much all evening until we get about the last forty minutes of uh, hunting light. And anyway, this little buck comes out. We end up having these three does come out within about 80 yards. And I really thought I was going to get a shot. It just didn't happen. Um, and I, and I, I mean, I was watching deer all the way till dark. Um, anyway, these does start working towards me, um, end up going past me into the field, no shot opportunities. They were just a little too far. And then I'm not for sure if they saw my truck, um, which was parked several hundred yards for quite a ways away, but they got far enough out in the field where I think they could see it, but there was other deer in the field already ahead of them that should have been able to see my truck, and they mm-hmm. didn't. Um, so that was kind of weird. So anyway, they kept up coming back towards me, and then and they kind of did like a weird U shape and coming, and now they're even coming closer to me. They're about twenty five yards in the brush, um, and I just so I don't have a shot. You know, I just got the bow ready to go, and then uh, they end up coming trotting like by me, not scared or anything. They're just kind of doing what deer do um and i end up following it with the camera yeah the tape. they end up running by me like 32 yards just they were they were running i didn't um and i was 
I didn't even try to stop them because I'm trying to keep the camera on them. And they just kept moseying past me. I'm like, ah, like there goes there goes my chances for today. No big deal. But there's another, there's another, there's two more big does out in the field. Um, and they were closer to Kyle actually at the time than they were me. Kyle was probably about 300 yards away from me um, on across the tree line. Anyway, next you know, there's one doe and her yearling start just coming right at me. Um, end up going about 50, 60 yards to my right into the woods and kind of where we're at in the woods. Once they enter the timber, there's a big ravine. So we knew they probably weren't going to go down the ravine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, so they got to go, they got to go left away from me and go right towards me where to the left is where the bedding is. So I figured, okay, they're done eating now. They've been eating alfalfa for 30 minutes. Um, they're going to go in there and my hunt's done. For whatever reason, she decided to take a right and come right at me. So I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> Here we go. And uh, hmm. I already told Nate this um, uh, a few days ago. So I I take pride about keeping my nerves together. Um, like this year, you know, when I – if you guys watched the bear hunt I did, uh, you know, I kept my nerves pretty good during that bear hunt. Don't get me wrong. I was shaking. I was nervous. But, like, by the time I saw that bear, I knew it was big, yes, but it was already within, like, 30 yards. I didn't have time to freak out. These does, man, they had me on edge all night long. I remember one time when the other group of does I was telling you about, like, I'm, like, like mentally talking to myself, like, Cody, buck up. Like, what is going on with you? Like, I'm just sitting there shaking, and these does aren't even the bow. <laughs> and I, I mean, I am shaking like a leaf, and I'm like, what is going on here? Um, so I'm, like, calming myself, doing tactical breathing, um, like, you know, like, hey, Cody, this is your brand here. Like, you're supposed to be the – the a shot or whatever like get your get your shit oh, together. yeah but i mean i am freaking out at this point um and i've and i've killed a crap ton of does in my life but for whatever reason i was and i was on edge that day and um don't get me wrong i love it um do you think do you think it might have been be, do you think it might have been because uh like you told me this like this is the first alpha alpha field like you you you've hunted since you were a kid and so, like, this is a new lease, new property, kind of maybe brings you back to, like, your childhood a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Um, the only, I would say a little bit of that. That was more, like, reminiscent. Like, I, I really loved hunting that alfalfa field just for that reason. Um, but then the only other thing I can think of, you know, like, we are growing as a brand. Um, and, you mm-hmm. know, and we had not had a kill on camera yet for the year. Um, that has changed yeah. since then. But uh, at, the t- at the time, we did not have a kill on camera yet um so it's kind of like hey your brand your baby it's time to get time to get to work you know what i mean um Fucking get it done <laughs> yeah so i think that might have had something to do with it um but anyway sure enough that doe comes in it's like it's like 25 yards to the brush and i knew and i see how they're walking and the yearlings kind of taking the lead I'm like okay they're gonna be like 20 18 yards something like that mm-hmm. like, it's gonna be smart so anyway I go ahead and set the camera kind of like where i know it's gonna be in frame and uh, it gets behind this big oak tree. Um, we got oak trees dropping acorns right there. When she gets behind it, the yearling walks past my shooting lane. I can see that that doe's getting ready to do the same thing. So I go ahead and pull back, which this year, a couple changes I made um, when it comes to uh, hunting this year, my archery setup. Um, because number one, we are sponsored by Dominant Strands now. Um, so I've got a new bow string on. Um, thanks, Lewis, for Dominant Strands. Uh, got that uh, blue and black, you know, representing. But uh, – but then, you know, I've always had a little bit of form of target panic, I feel like, uh, here the last couple of years. Um, 
which I went to a back tension release or thumb style release this year uh, for Hot Shot Archery. Not a sponsor, not affiliate or anything like that. Um, we met some of those guys um, at the Illinois uh, Deer Show in Peoria. Um, really had a blast with those guys. But anyway, they, they talked me into uh, using the Ember, their new model. And uh, yeah, uh, felt, I feel really good with it. Anyway, pulled back. She walked right in my lane. I buried that front, that first pin right on her shoulder. Whacked her. I knew it zipped through right away. She ran out there maybe 80, 100 yards into the alfalfa field. Started doing the wobble dance and went down. Um, caught the whole thing on film. Got the whole thing on camera. Big doe, not my biggest doe, but a very, a very good mature doe. Uh, probably, if I had to guess, at least three years old, uh, maybe older. Um, mm-hmm. Big old nanny doe. Um, but uh, had. A- I think the cool thing though, I think the cool thing though with that hunt though too is not only did you catch it, but Kyle caught it also, which kind of screwed Kyle also a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. Kyle was able to kind of get yours on camera, mm-hmm. but then kind of screwed himself off. Yeah, at yeah. The same Kyle, time. Got part, Kyle got part of my hunt on camera, which the problem was when I shot, and when then that doe fell, one of the other does went beeline right to Kyle, and Kyle almost got a shot. Um, a couple things went wrong. I'm sure we'll have him on the podcast to talk about his side of it. Um, but uh, he almost we almost doubled up that night. Um, um, yeah, so that was our. Uh, I was on a hunt that day, loaded her up, got her here, um, got her uh, cleaned up, and actually, I think I'm going to be processing her tomorrow, along with some What did uh, What did your daughter have to say about it? Oh, it's funny. So uh, on the way home, uh, you know, I I, te- I sent picture I sent a picture to Alicia of the white belly out in the field and said I'm bringing home the meat. Um, Alicia's my wife, if you guys don't know. <laughs> and uh, um, anyway, uh, she tells my uh, four year old daughter, who's all about daddy hunting. Anyway, sends my uh sends that to my daughter and she uh um by the time i got home she was like daddy where's my deer is now her deer now so uh but yeah pretty excited (laughs) um she was she was pumped up um but yeah she'll be uh good meat um we're almost out of deer meat so the wife's happy i'm happy uh got it all on film it'll be coming out this friday um so this friday october 13th the vlog will be out about five o'clock on friday so if you guys want to give that a uh, watch um i think you guys appreciate that um but yeah super excited that'll be the first vlog of the year so super excited about that i'm gonna i'll just say yeah. nate and i hunted sunday well good deer yep so nate and i hunted sunday had a super close call with a <laughs> little six pointer i was gonna nate had the green light he's gonna let him eat um but we did not have luck sunday nate what happened Monday? Well, I'll backtrack before we get to Monday. Okay, okay. Because my season did not start off the way I was hoping it would start off. Oh, yeah, you should backtrack, 100%. You should backtrack. So, uh, I did not get a chance to go opening day. Um, had some family stuff going on. So, I, I came back, went out that first day, uh, Wednesday. I think it was like the 4th or 3rd or whatever. Something like that. Uh, pretty hot, too. And- yeah, and it was just to get used to my stand, afternoon hunt, just getting the new tree stand that we hung. If you check out the YouTube, you should see a video or something like that along the lines of pictures. Um, but I went out Sunday and saw two turkeys. Um, they were hens. I know what those are now. <laughs> so I went out there, and I didn't see any deer at first. Um, you know, I packed up. 
about 20 yards away from my car. There's a little yearling right there, kind of a cruel joke. I was texting all the guys about it, saying how much hunting is fun and it's a blast. Um, <laughs> some choice words were in there. So then I decided to go out Friday because that was the first day of the cold front that had come in. Correct. And so I got there probably right at like three o'clock, like like I did before. Yeah. Um, super, I was super excited. See, I was going to say, before you get too far, Nate was like blowing up my phone all day. And like even the day before, how this Colfort's coming through, the deer are going to be moving. I'm so excited. Like Nate had went out, you know, he's got his, you know, new crossbow he got uh, two Christmases ago. Um, mm -hmm. He's got, uh, you know, he's got his own stand. This is his stand. It's not, hey, it's not Cody's stand. It's not Jared's stand. This is his spot, his stand that he helped hung after he bought. Um you know, he helped pick out the spot, all that stuff. So, like, he's you're more invested this year than you ever yeah. before. Um, so, and also with the brand and everything else. So, go ahead. So, I, I'm just super – like, I, I'm, I have never been – and we had talked about this. I've never been more excited to go out hunting this mm -hmm. year than ever. Yep. And I get it, I'm not a seasoned hunter, and I haven't been doing this for a while, but I was chomping at the bit the whole month of September to get out. Like, I'm ready to rock and roll. Cold front's coming through. I'm ready to – dominate like just give me something not even two minutes into my fucking stand my bow breaks and i mean it doesn't just like break it like completely non-functional basically my cocker went flying into the woods somewhere no idea where that part went uh my strings came loose on my bow everything and i was like i i was i was defeated i facetimed you and i was just like are you kidding me right now? So, so I went to Bass Pro, dropped it off. Yeah, so real quick, I'll, I'll back up. So essentially what happened with Nate, um, I'll use some terminology for the seasoned uh, bow hunter. Yeah, go ahead. So, and we're not – this isn't an insult to them. You know, we don't know what happened. Um, we don't yeah. – you know, obviously, it was it must have got damaged at some point in time. We just don't know when. But, you know, he's hunting a Wicked Ridge crossbow. I don't remember the model, but it's Wicked Ridge. Um, ten and, point. Uh, yeah, yeah Wicked Ridge by ten point. And uh, – so it's got the um, caulking device that they have attached to it. And he was, you were having a little bit of issues with it in September, but we thought we had it. Yeah. Um, we thought we had it fixed and he had been, you had shot uh, probably 20 to 50 times since that, you know, so yeah, no issues. Um, so anyway, that, that broke as you were caulking it, correct? Yeah. So I had it on the strings itself. Like, so you know yeah. how you do with your hooks, like, yep, you pull it back. So I had I had the hooks on the string already, and I was cocking it back, and it wasn't giving me any like resistance really, like not normal more than normal it was, and I just got back to where it's supposed to click, and it didn't click on me, and I'm like, what the hell? So then, it 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 sat where it's supposed to click, but it just never clicked, but it's still sitting right there where it's supposed to click, and I'm like, well, I know it's not set properly because it's not it's not clicking usually i hear that click that's how it tells me it's set well then out of nowhere i just like basically it's here i just take a little peek to see and all of a sudden just boom basically shoots out whole yeah. thing gets ripped out so the string comes undone. that caulking device because it was holding your string back that caulking device yep. broke um under the pressure uh it caused your boat to dry yep. oh which yeah that's all it was keeping it from dry firing um, yeah, that's so essentially dry fire of the bow, which obviously everybody who knows our hunting, whether it's crossbow, recurve, re compound, you don't do that. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, which he can't control that. So anyway, that's what happened. That's how that's how his boat broke. Anyway, uh, continue. Right? Well, off the bass pro we go. I drop it off. They tell me two weeks. I'm defeated. I'm depressed. I'm just like, this sucks. I hate hunting. It's not fun. <laughs> and so uh, Cody is fortunate enough. I have a best friend that decides to let me use his crossbow uh, that he has yet to shoot. Yeah. Uh, I, or, yeah. It's funny. I, we talked about that. Uh, Kyle borrowed it last year. You borrowed it the year before. Uh, uh, Josh Atkins has borrowed it. Um, uh, Alicia's taken Colton, that I think. Times. Huh? What? Colton. I think he borrowed Colton. it maybe once or twice. Yeah. A whole bunch of people have borrowed my crossbow. Um, and I bought I got a really good deal on it. Long story, but I got a really good deal on it. And I got it just as a backup. Um, I think I've hunted with it. Mm -hmm. twice. Um, and it was because I was hunting with something <laughs> and feel like bringing my bow or something like that. So anyway, uh yeah, so that's why I have it. And it's came out, it's came in handy since. So go ahead. Yes, very, very handy. <laughs> um, so then someday we go out and we sit in the stand. We only see that six point, which the way Cody was positioned, uh, basically we had two trees side by side. Cody is facing towards the the outside of the field, pretty much where they'd come in from, and I'm facing towards the field. So as a as a right-handed shot, and I'm sitting high. Yeah, yeah, and you're high. Yeah, and the reason so, we did that, as as Nate said, with the tree saddle, I can get behind the tree, mm -hmm. so you know the deer can't see me. And and the point was where I have, I'll see the deer coming. So I can tell Nate. So when that deer comes in his lane, he's already ready to go. Which honestly, it almost went perfect. It really did. It did. Yeah. So Cody, I Cody was on his phone and they just looked up and saw the six point. Mm -hmm. I'm on my phone and I'm just kind of like chilling. And then all of a sudden Cody goes, grab your bow. And I'm like instant panic on my face. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Which we had instant panic. Yep. And so I grab my bow and I turn over and I, I don't see a deer. I, I can't see a deer. I don't see a deer. I'm thinking he's fucking with me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't see a deer. Well, then a little bit of like a little slight window through the brush, I can see the, the six point. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. And then it kept walking closer towards us, towards the little field lines where it was going to be like a 10 yard shot. Yeah, it was gonna be around top and it kept going. Yeah. Yeah, and, had and so no, unfortunately, had no idea we were there. No, yeah, and so unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, that Cody has only seen this. He's hunted this farm what five years now, probably longer than that. Uh, seven years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in seven years, Cody has hunted this farm. He's seen a deer do this one other time, and mm -hmm. that was not go down the field line. It was to go right and go into the timber yeah and so as soon as it went into the timber we lost it they i mean it was like the land of loss it's, you cannot see a thing in stuff. there yeah, it's thick stuff um yeah and the deer yeah. never, have never taken that trail before so is what it is <laughs> yeah so i was then angry and depressed again because you know hunting sucks and i hated it and i was so mad and we didn't see a damn thing the rest of the, the rest of the night oh, that was like, early you know, like, like we had like an hour and a half left of hunting. Yeah. yeah. So like we thought like within that hour and a half, like, okay, it's a sign of things to come. Like they're going to be yeah. moving this way. Yeah. Nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then we go up in the truck. We, we, we get in the truck, whatever. And then on our way home, we see like 
probably seven does at one point yeah, on our journey home too. on the side of the road. About hit three of them. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, this is such a cool to me. <laughs> go out in the morning, afternoon. I said, I'll probably go out in the afternoon. And you're like, well, I'm not both. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I, I do a morning one. Like, that's fine. So I uh, actually set my alarm for 520. My goal is to get in my stand by 6 o'clock. 519, my wife wakes me up. One minute before my alarm. She says, aren't you going hunting? And I was like, yeah, I'm going, but 520. I look at my phone, it's 519. I was like, great. Off to a good start. So I get get dressed or whatever. Get out to where I'm where I'm going. Get lost on my way out to the stand, mm-hmm. and and I'm lucky I dropped a, a pin. Uh, mind you, it's not hard to find where I'm going. It's, it's really <laughs> yeah. not. I'm just I I can't. <laughs> it's not hard. It's really a straight walk into like a like a little bit west into a field, and that's it. So got lost. <laughs> Found my way. Don't worry, we made it. Um, got into the stand, all situated. Got the GoPro out and everything like that. And I just kind of sat there. Um, I was messaging Garrett, another team member of ours, Garrett Snyder. Um, and we were, he was out hunting, so we were Snapchatting back and forth. Um, he had some squirrels that were harassing him. I had a raccoon below me. So we were just, you know, usual hunting shit. And so all of a sudden, I'm on my phone Snapchatting Garrett. And I, like, look at the corner of my eye. I see this little yearling coming into the field. And I start instantly freaking out because, as most of you know, I've never killed a deer before. Never shot a deer. They're even flung an arrow at deer. So I'm freaking out. I'm alone. I'm like, oh, God, it's happening. So then this little yearling starts walking probably about 60, 65 yards away from where my stand is and starts eating these berries across the field. And so as it's walking down the field, I already have my crossbow up, like, ready to rock and roll. And I'm like, no, don't fling an arrow at 60 yards. Uh, You're not going to hit shit. Mind you, I left my rangefinder the day before in the stand that Cody and I were yeah. in. So I didn't have a rangefinder with me. I was just eyeballing the shit out of this. And so I see the yearling and then I'm like solely focused on it. I'm texting Cody. Hey, I got a yearling. Like it's going down. <laughs> he, no, no, no. He is. He says that there's a yearling 60, 70 yards. I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> so Cody then messaged me. He goes, you know, don't miss. Good luck. Yeah. Which and then of course, that? And this, this is, mind you, I'm at work during this. Um, yeah. So that's, I'm like at work. It's, it's just eight, it's right at 8 a.m. Um, I'm at work yeah. talking to some coworkers. And I'm, and I remember I had a coworker tell me a story and I, and I told him, hey, keep telling your story. But if Nate calls me, I got to answer it. <laughs> Good. So then I'm in the stand and, I hear, I hear, I hear a deer blow, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't even see a deer anywhere around besides this yearling. I know it's not this yearling blowing. Like, where's this other deer?" And so, like, I'm scanning while I'm still trying to watch this yearling, make sure it's still in the field, and it blows again. And I'm like, "I'm, I'm. There's no way it sees me, and it doesn't smell me. I, I honestly don't know what this deer's doing." Well, then, like probably 40 to 45 yards, like right in front of me where my stand is, it's kind of in some, uh, timber, mm-hmm. but it's not like thick. So I can still see. Thick. And I can, I can barely see a, a deer. I'm like, Oh, okay. So this is the mama to the yearling. Well, it blows, like 
two or three more times. And I'm like, fuck, that five times is blown. And Cody, mind you, now I got two. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what do I do? And so then uh, I just see the dough start working its way towards the field. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this thing's going into the field. Like, it just blew. Clearly, it's trying to get its yearling out of the field. Like, hey, real, quick, real quick question. I was just thinking about that. When you walked to your stand, did you walk that? That tree line, the same tree line with your uh no. So I actually, I actually, because I got lost, mind you, yeah. I walked on the opposite side. Okay. okay. That makes more. And sense. I walked, and I basically scrape. So I basically walked from that tree line across to the scrape, and yeah. then that's how I was able to find my stand. Gotcha. Okay. I'm with you. So. That's why, again, I was, I was, and I already, you know, I used my rack getters scent, shout out rack getters, appreciate you guys for the hunt and all the scents you guys gave us. Um, and so I was, I was, again, I was mind blown. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong or why this deer's getting my scent, but it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was a, there was really no wind either. So it wasn't like there was wind blowing my scent anyway, just direction. There was no wind. Mm-hmm. So the doe starts walking to the field and I had picked my crossbow up and I'm like, I, I had already pre-ranged out where my 30-yard mark were was and on both sides of me. So I had a general idea of how far this deer was going to be. And it just kept walking north toward towards my uh, uh, line of sight. And I'm like, holy shit, it's happening. So as it's like walking, like I'm thinking I'm perfectly still. I'm probably shaking like a leaf every which direction. But I get I get my crossbow up and – I, I have it in sight, and I'm, like, just waiting for it to just come a little bit out of the brush a little bit more, and all of a sudden it just stops. Like, it could not have been a more perfect position for me to shoot it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so it just stops there for a second. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, we got to pull the trigger. <laughs> and so it, it finally just kind of looks up at me, I get like it looked into my soul, the best way to describe it, because it just made eye contact through the scope. As soon as it looked at me, I just let it rip and and I heard a smack. I just remembered the only thing I remembered, shout out Matt Rave, my dynamic diabetic duo partner. He always told me you ever shoot a deer, remember my jacket. I remember you telling me the same thing. So I immediately after I shot it, heard the smack, I popped up probably terrible scope. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, probably terrible form, everything. But I popped up immediately just to see where I can see where it runs, saw where it ran, freaked out, grabbed the <laughs> camera, made sure I told everybody I just shot a deer. Yep, yep. <laughs> And then I immediately called you right after. Yep. And then I called Raver right after that, too. Yep. Which, luckily, I have a good boss. Uh, so I was able to take an early lunch, uh, and me and a couple yeah. other guys. And uh, we were able to come out and uh, assist which uh, I'll let you talk about the tracking job, which number one, so number one, he made a good shot. Number two, he, for his first deer, he caught it all on camera, self-film. He got the whole thing. That's going to be coming up in a couple of weeks. So um, you guys are going to be able to watch this hunt, and including this track job. Go ahead, Nate. So, again, I just knew to look for blood. That's the one. I, I, I knew that that was pretty simple and self-explanatory, but mm-hmm. I didn't understand how – to scan so to speak where you're looking each direction and stuff like that so i'm glad that i had you know you and other people out there with us um to help me learn that learning experience honestly um so like we found 
blood um, almost right where I was standing, maybe probably 10, yeah. probably five, 10 yards away from where I was standing. So I had a pretty good recollection of where the deer was when I shot it. Yeah. At least I thought so. Yeah, no, that, um, I'll tell you, that was an easy track job. I've been, that, I wouldn't, that was not hard at all. That was an easy track job, which is what we like. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, uh, do you think he cared if I mentioned his name? No, they already told me. Go ahead. Okay. So Darren, who was out there with us, he works with us too. Shout out Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw blood and he said it looked like it, um, like blood splatter pretty much. It was splat, it was blood splatter. Yep. And, and it was on both sides. It was on both sides. Which is good. So you get a pass through. Which I had no idea any of this. I'm just like, Darren, what does that mean? And he's like, it's a good shot. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I asked Foreman, who also works with us, and he's like, it means you hit a main artery. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling better about this shot now. Here we go. And uh, so we start walking. We start – I knew the general path that it took. So I kind of already knew where to go. And we were seeing blood going there the whole time. Um, really, I was fortunate because I did hit a main artery. He did have a pass through. So obviously the blood was easier to track. Um, Cody had to point out where some blood was for me because I was so tunnel vision focused. Like yeah. I was amped. Well, um, we've talked about this all the time. We talk about this all the time. Nate's got the ears. I got the eyes. Um, because yeah, I absolutely. <laughs> I can't hear crap and uh, he can't see anything. So like one thing I noticed, which – it's not a bad thing. Once you realize, okay, this is what blood looks like on the ground, you know, I can see you. Almost I didn't look at trees or anything. Yeah, you were looking on the ground at your feet level. Yeah. Well, she was spewing so much blood. I, I would see blood five yards in front of us, sometimes even 10 yards in front of us. So then I'd be like, Nate, tree up ahead. Hey, Nate, bush up ahead. So, which is just, obviously, it just makes it quicker, which, um, yeah. which if you have a bad track job, you're doing the right thing because you want to be real real slow mm-hmm. but we're we're just we're walking this blood trail which is awesome so that was only the second ever track i've done the first one was two years ago with steve and jared i think you were out there with us too no i couldn't make it that one so yeah it was just steve and steve jared and i and i i'd never tracked a deer in my life before so i was kind of learning and i was trying to take what i learned there and apply it to here which like you said if, if it wasn't as good of a shot or anything like that then yeah but that was one thing that definitely threw me for a loop was seen on bushes and trees and stuff like that. So as we got closer to the deer, Cody sees this already. And like yeah. Cody's yeah. grinning. He's like, look further ahead. Like, look like I'm a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I look up and I could see her laying there. I just grin and look at Cody and go, she's down. <laughs> and so that was, you, that did was you awesome. see me? Did you see me turn back and give Darren a foreman thumbs, thumbs up? I saw, so I saw you turn back to them, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, he sees it, so clearly yeah. it's down. <laughs> I, I didn't see the thumbs up or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I just turned around because like I'm filming this. I turned around and gave them the thumbs up. They they all grinned at me because they knew okay, Cody sees the deer. <laughs> like, so I, yeah. I I I end up seeing the deer and it it dead. Um, I honestly didn't know what type of shot I made. I told Cody when he got there. I I flat said I said I think I might have been a little high. Um, yeah, you weren't. <laughs> Yeah, and I was. I think it's just because the angle that I was seating at, because I was higher yeah. up. Yeah, that so, made it seem that way. Yeah. So essentially, the deer we found out once we found her. Uh, yeah. The deer was slightly, just very slightly, quartering towards Nate. 
He double lunged her, took out both lungs. There was frothy lung blood everywhere. You actually see, we pointed out to you so you can see what the it looks like when the deer is coughing up that blood. Yeah. So you actually, it's like bits of the actual lung you know, when it's coughing up. Um, so it was good. It was a good experience for you to see all that. Um, and then you got to experience yeah. getting your first deer. So I did. And I honestly like, and this is not morbid, but in our line of work, we see things that are not the greatest. So gutting a deer wasn't bad by any means. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't easy or it wasn't hard by any means. Cause I was a lot of learning. Um, I cut the poop sack. You're not supposed to do that. Um, but yeah, went a little bit uh, it, was, it was definitely a really good learning opportunity. Um, I was very grateful for all three of you being there, helping me. I obviously could not have done that without any of you three. Um, and everybody else that's helped me along the way that it's been three years since I started hunting. Um, and, and to get my first one on my own, first ever deer by myself, tracking it, uh, harvesting it in the field, field dressing it, and then going to your place, um, learning to skin it, uh, learning to process it and, um, get the meat off it. All this hundred percent great experience. And it, it felt, it felt great, honestly. And um, you cooked your own deer today. Today I did. I cooked, I cooked my own tenderloin. Shout out, Mr. Rub. Used a flavor enhancer. Um, they're a sponsor of ours now. If you get a chance, go ahead, go on, Mr. Rub. Um, we have it on our Facebook. You want to use our TBL code? You know, we appreciate the support. You get a little bit of discount, maybe. Um, so I just, it's been great. Honestly, uh, I feel like I told Cody. I said I feel like a monkey's off my back finally. Um, because like I I was the only one in the group. I think that's a team member that hadn't killed a deer yet. Yeah, no, you were. Which. Which, yeah, and so let's make it official. Nate has been promoted <laughs> to VP of the Thin Blue Outdoors. He's been gunning. He's like, I want to be VP, damn it. And I told him, like, not till you kill a deer. Not till you kill a deer. <laughs> so it's official. Of the VP. I, I have helped start the brand. I have helped grow the brand. I've been at the expos. I did the website. I've done all the off-site work, just not yep. kill a damn deer. Yeah. I finally off the snide. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, not too, you got to draw blood first, dang it. <laughs> it was, honestly, like, I I can't describe the feeling. Like, <laughs> it was it was surreal. I was like, in the moment, everything seemed so much slower than what it was. Like, if you had told me my GoPro footage was 11 minutes, I would have told you it was an hour. Like, everything was moving super slow. And after I shot it, like, I physically could not stop shaking my legs. My, I, and I was telling Cody, I was like, I was describing it to Ryan, uh, the red coat, because he's asking me about it and everything like that. And, like, I started shaking again earlier that morning when I was texting Ryan. And, like, it was just a great great experience um i was super happy and uh, i like i said i appreciate all the support man mm-hmm. yep um not to cut this short but we're trying to we're trying to keep this podcast short um for you guys today we're gonna have more podcasts coming um with some other guys we got some more deer down um so super excited for that um again this is podcast 62 um thank you nate for coming on congratulations again on your first year. Congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you. Um, again, so I'm gonna be uh, vlog one will be me. Vlog two will be another team member. Um, with plus a probably a big buck recovery. Um, by another team member. Keep that a surprise. And then uh, vlog three is gonna be all about Nate and his first dare. Okay. Um, we got more team members out 
super excited. Um, check out the website, guys. We got some big things coming, and deer season's just started. We're gonna keep uh, pushing the brand, having a good time doing it. All right, see you guys. Yes, Thank sir. you, good night. Bye. Yep. Bye.